This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, thank you, Fred. Uh, very nice hearing from you again. Uh, my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How are you, Mike? Uh, not too bad. And yourself, Mark? I'm doing okay. Uh, fans Wonderful. Of, fans of Dustin Diamond are not doing okay today. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's very sad. He uh, died today of, uh, I think it was um, lung cancer. Yeah, that's what they say, stage four lung cancer. I, I guess he was a smoker. I don't know. I don't think he was. I think he blamed it. He claims that he thought it was like hotel, like he would go on the road a lot and say like hotels that he thought might have, maybe he was exposed to asbestos or something. I'm not really sure. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't think he smoked though. Well, I mean, rarer uh, to get it, especially fatal uh, cancer of the lung if you don't smoke, but it is, I guess it is on the rise. I was reading a report the other, the other day actually about how lung cancer is on the rise amongst non smokers and they don't know why. I wonder if it's like pollution, like, you know, like in the running uh, man novel. Yeah, it could be something like that. That's terrible. I just wish we'd focus more on, you know, curing disease like that than, you know, coming out with a, uh, you know, pain and gain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And honestly, I wonder how much, I'm sure you could pull this figure up pretty easily. How much money does like Hollywood spend on just bad movies a year? It's oh, in the God. billions, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, a lot of, the, a lot of the bad movies cost, you know, around 250 million a, a pop. So yeah, it's, yeah I understand, it's I understand we want to keep Mark, Marky Mark off the street so we won't blind people anymore, but <laughs> right. there's got to be a better way. I mean, they are trying to I mean, they are trying to save maybe, the uh, the Vietnamese population from him. But I mean, maybe you put him in a uh, circular room and tell him to go sit in a corner. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, very sad news. Uh, only forty four years old. Yeah, way too young. I mean, obviously, there's a. So I don't know if anyone's going to make any jokes. We're not. There, there are lots of jokes you could probably make because. You know, he was Screech, and he had a troubled past and everything, but... Yeah, and I mean, he, he had... I mean, it seems like he was just constantly, like, you know, like, legit... Like, not like, oh, this person, uh, you know, used the wrong synonym for someone. Like, he like, legitimately was, like, in, like, legal trouble. Like, mm -hmm. he... There was some weird, like, questionable thing about, like, his house. Like, like he was raising money to, to save it, but I think some people claimed it was a scam or something. He went to prison for stabbing someone for a while. I mean, yeah. it, 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 he did not have an easy life. I mean, yeah, he was, you know, on TV like 30 years ago. And, you know, when he was young, he I'm, I'm sure he made a decent amount of money and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, he was always playing like, you know, the nerd. So it's not like he's like, you know, like it's not like he's, you know, getting the same acclaim as like, you know, Mario Lopez or like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Mark Paul Gossel or anybody mm -hmm. else in the cast. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just like you said, 44, so way too young, way too young. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's Dustin Diamond uh, for you. Now that we've started the show off with a diner, uh, with a downer, I, uh, I I just, like, literally, like, right before the show, uh, found out some... Uh, some disturbing news. Do you remember the uh, the song from a few years ago, the "Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Watch Me Nene" song? Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Apparently, the guy who sang it, Silencio, uh, was arrested for murdering his cousin. Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, I don't know any of the details, but uh, that's I just like literally that's hot off the uh, press. That's uh, yeah, that's wow. Watch me whip, watch me stab, stab, or whatever. He, I don't know how he killed him, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's I mean, that's it's funny Yikes. because like uh, like like certain like uh, I mean, it's like certain. He just seems like you know like a nice. I mean, I don't know the guy. You know, he seemed mm. like a nice like you know like young person. You know, he's, I mean, I always feel that people like do like dance like videos or like you know more fun loving. But I, I think Chris Brown might have like been into like having dances. In his, videos and you know he's like a piece of shit so that right. clearly doesn't mean anything michael jackson another good example i mean he allegedly uh you know fingered some kids <laughs> yep he or, shattered uh, maybe, shattered some innocence there yeah I, i'm just kidding i'm sure there's a legit reason for a grown man to have a locking inside door in his bedroom yeah and an alarm by his bed <laughs> right um yeah, real weird stuff. Did you hear about, speaking of disturbing news, I guess, did you hear about, and I'm obviously I'm not going to use his name, but someone that went to school with us that was murdered? Oh, see, I don't know who that is, actually, because I, I saw the headline, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I don't know who that was, or who, I, I'm like, at the age range, though, like, the person, I, I, I could theoretically know who the person is, I don't I don't know who either of the people were, though. I think, so, I think he was a freshman during our senior year, and I think he hung out with, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to use any names, because these are I mean, real. There's no way you're going to redact this, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can't even, you know, pretend, like, oh, I'll edit that out later, because we both know you won't. No, I won't. But, <laughs> yeah, but he hung out, he hung out with, um, you know, like, the, uh, remember, what, what were they, the, that one gang that, uh, the, the. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, can you, can you type it to me in Discord so I can see who you're talking about? Um, okay, so, I think he hung out with, uh. I think I know who you're talking about. The, with, uh. With him. The gentleman. And uh, I can't remember the other one's last name, but that's his first name. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, wait, wait. The second name he typed is the one who was murdered or the murderer? Oh, no, 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 no. So this is who got, um, that's who got killed. Oh, I, I, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. And I think he hung out with those other two people. Do you know that was uh, the person who murdered him someone you know, or do you know who that name is? I, I don't know the name yet. Like the All I know is that it was that guy, the third guy, and that he hung out with those other two people, and okay. um, I don't know who did the killing. I know that, like, from the police report, it said that this dude, whoever the murderer, whoever he is, that um, he went to a house and smashed a beer bottle over somebody's face, and they called the police, and the police. Oh, yeah, see, see, I thought I thought they threw it at their window or something. Maybe, maybe that was it. I don't know. But I'm, well, actually, that was part of the police report, though. That he, that, at, at least, it said the complaint was that he smashed somebody's in the face with a beer bottle, and Jeez. the police came and they saw him walking out of the house and they arrested him. And during the course of their interrogation, their investigation, or whatever conversations with him. Uh, made them think that maybe they should check his house. So they went to his house and they found the victim, the guy that we went to high school with, uh, who was shot in his house. So it sounds, it sounded like at least what, and what's weird is Dan uh, Murphy, who um, is uh, my business partner with Big Heads Media, lives like a, a block or two away from where this happened. And he says it sounds like he was hanging out with a friend of his who just went insane. So given 
that the guy lived in Clawson and was a friend of his, it's very it's very possible that it might be someone that we know, but I just don't know who that who what the name is. I like how you just drop the city name in there. I think this is the first time ever <laughs> in any entire history of the show that you said the city name. <laughs> oh, that's well. Neither, neither one of us live there anymore, so it's you know I, I guess it's fine. But yeah, that's true. That is where I we guess. grew up. Now well, here's a little something to cleanse the palate with all this doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, nation, the sun is going to surely. Yep. Uh, everything's fine now. Yep. That's that. <laughs> that clears everything up. Hey, speaking of terrible sitcoms, um, did you know that they're doing a reboot of Punky Brewster? I think I heard something about that. Like, I don't know who's in it or or anything. You know, I don't know. First of all, I don't know why. I mean, that's the biggest right. question, right? I mean, why? I mean, is there anybody who's ever once said, aside from <laughs> Slay Moonfry, I wish there were more Punky Brewster episodes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even the fucking dog was sick at the show at the end. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think, I think that, uh, I think it's a new Punky. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, pun- I, I would hope so. I don't think it's Punky grown up, like the grown up adventures of Punky. <laughs> I think it's I think it's well, a new punky. I'm gonna go get a ma- mammogram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now that I that I would watch. I would absolutely watch a tongue in cheek. We know exactly what this is. Sole Moon Fry as an adult punky, just doing like you know like garden variety adult shit. I would watch that show. I wouldn't, I, see, it's funny because uh, you mentioned Blossom because I played the theme, you know, right before this. But mm-hmm. that's a show that I watched a couple episodes of, but it just it just was not interesting ever. And I, Punky Brewster as well. I mean, I was never really, you know, I mean, sure, I wanted to, you know, bang uh, Punky when I was that age, which was the appropriate age at the time. But Correct. beyond that, I mean, I mean, it was it was just like even like at that age, it was like what the fuck? Like when that episode where we watched where. Uh, Sherry gets uh, caught in the mm-hmm. freezer. It's like, what the? F- this, this this does not happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually it absolutely does. But I mean, come on. I never. I yeah. I never really got. I watched a little bit of Punky Brewster when I was a kid. I I gravitated more towards uh, what's his name, George Gaines, because I knew him from the Police Academy movies. Oh yeah, Commandant Lassard. And then they had a uh, a cartoon as well, and in the cartoon, there's like a flying, like I don't know, like some kind of flying animal creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, had, it was like I don't remember what it's called, but it was like one of those weird, like you know, things that you know, oh hey, we're doing a cartoon now. Let's just like have no relation to reality whatsoever. I believe they called it a falcor. I don't know, or a teddy for short. Um, so apparently, apparently the the show is Soleil Moon Fry. Reprises her role of Punky, who is now a single mom of three, in the new comedy Freddie Prince Jr. also stars as Punky's ex-husband Travis. Oh, they're, they're bringing Freddie Prince Jr. back, and guess what? Sherry Johnson's yeah, guys, back as Sherry. Very good. Wasn't there another uh, Margot, maybe? Like the, the yeah. blonde rich girl? Or yeah. I don't know if she was rich. They all lived in like this really fucked up like housing unit, which we discovered when we mm-hmm. watched the show. Yeah, she's stuck up. She was. I don't think she was rich, but she was the stuck up one. 
But yeah, I, but I don't know. Bitch. Maybe she's dead. I don't know. I don't know what because uh, it, it doesn't look like she's coming back. Just Sherry. Maybe they didn't get along like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and and uh, what's her name, Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. I don't know. I don't follow uh, Sex and the City Mark. I'm assuming. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, Punky Brewster reboots. There's a lot of TV. And so obviously they're planning a lot of movies. They're planning a lot of TV. I, I think a lot of the movies aren't going to happen, but they, they, a lot of the TV probably will just that's the, the way things seem to be going right now. Um, but the, the matrix I'm at the point where they just stop making movies. Cause uh, I haven't seen a good one in a while. Yeah. It's been a long time. Apparently, though, The Matrix 4, which is coming out in December, I guess they say that, I don't know how they know this, but they say that because of the, uh, I think someone that worked in the wardrobe department tweeted out a picture of their rap gift from the director, uh, Lana Wachowski, and she's, oh, yeah. and she's, and uh, apparently somehow you can figure out the name of the movie from there, the subtitle of the new Matrix movie. Which I didn't. I, I saw the image and I was like, "Where are they getting this from?" I don't know. There's some Japanese wording on it, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe it's in maybe it's Japanese or whatever." But apparently, it's going to be Matrix Resurrections, huh. which I guess kind of makes I'm sense. I'm still not gonna watch it. <laughs> it kind of makes sense because they're obviously resurrecting Trinity and and Neo, but also makes me want to not watch it then. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Matrix two and three make me not want to watch it. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I thought maybe maybe they they wised up as was directors, or she wised up as a director, since I guess the other one's not on there for some reason. Um, I don't yeah, know. Right. I don't know her sister's name uh, off the top of my head, and not because she changed her gender identity. I don't remember the name she used to go by either. I remember it was Larry in something, and I think Larry is now Lana. I'm not really sure what the other one's name is. I just remember their last name, Wachowski. That's all I remember. Because that's what yeah, the, pe- change, people would always say, the Wachowskis. Name, uh, ch- change the first name, not fucking Wachowski. Right. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so I thought maybe they wised up and the movie would be a cool kind of like a throwback to what The Matrix was. But upon learning that it's going to be called the Matrix Resurrections, which is so much like Revolution and uh, Rebirth or whatever the fuck the other one was called. Res- resolutions, I think? Re- re- revolutions, revolutions and res- Resolutions? What the hell is it called? Revolutions and Reloaded. Reloaded, that's right. It should be called, they should make another one called uh, Raydu, the Matrix Raydu. They can go for that... Uh, that John Updike audience. Yeah, I don't know. They're just, uh, they're just not that good. No. I mean, the second and third ones, the second one has some fun action sequences, but I mean, they're not good movies. Is there a farther drop in quality from the first movie of a series to every subsequent movie afterwards? I'm sure there is because honestly, like if you just like the action sequences, it, there's a couple of very good action sequences. Like there's the whole yeah. highway uh, fight, yeah, and then there's like the fight with um, Seraph and uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Neo. Yeah, Peter. I mean, uh, hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. What's I mean, 
between the first and the second, I, I can't think of – I mean, I wouldn't even consider this. But, I mean, if you go second and third, <laughs> Terminator 2 and Terminator 3 is a, a good oh. candidate. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Terminator 2 to Terminator 3 is a pretty big fall. There's Aliens, not much I Aliens like in that 3. Terminator 3 movie. See, I, f- I kind of like the idea of it, and the end is a nice twist kind of ending, mm. but – I, I don't understand. It's just the Terminator is not that interesting. You know, I mean, usually like uh, I, the best Terminator, including Arnold Schwarzenegger, is Robert Patrick. He's yeah. like, he just does the best job of it. I mean, even Agreed. Arnold in Terminator 1, I mean, he's he's a, like this big hulking guy, which you don't really need. I mean, Robert Patrick is way more frightening as a Terminator than uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. what The one thing one thing I don't like about the I, I do kind of like the twist of the the third movie, but. One thing that I don't that it rubs me the wrong way is like the one of the taglines of Terminator Two is you know no fate but what you make and then in the third one it's like nah it's gonna fucking every everything's gonna explode it's gonna happen yeah can't yeah, do anything much. about it and it's, yeah I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad I mean it's not good but I mean there is a part where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is firing rockets out of a, a coffin yes <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy Though what's shit. funny is the uh, the psychologist from the first two movies is there for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel that he's like the uh, the point of view character now. It's just like what the fuck is going on in this guy's life? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Is he like a, a a Terminator good luck charm or something? I don't know. Or or he's actually uh, John Connor, but the Terminators just like have some malfunctioning when they go back in time. We always thought it was uh, her. Her son, but actually, it was her uh, therapist, right? Who rightfully uh, had her committed to a uh, institution, and then she threatened to stab him. The, she threatened to stab him in the neck with a cleaning fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Here's a headline that I just found, though. Just chew on this: Ghostbusters Afterlife. So that new Ghostbusters movie coming out will finally make Winston a complete character. Which I'm sure is what Ernie the the words Ernie Hudson's been longing for for thirty years. I mean, are any of them complete characters? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. There's, there's just the like outline of a character. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Bill Murphy is mm-hmm. the uh, like the sarcastic guy. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a big stretch from to fucking play that role, right? <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Dan Aykroyd is just like the the nerdy scientist, as mm-hmm. is uh, uh, what's his name. The guy who's no longer with us, Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis. I mean, what the fuck? There's, yeah. there's no depth to these characters. I mean, he's he has the most character. He's the new guy. He's yeah. like how we experience the Ghostbusters through him. It's a comedy. What did they, like? They really need fully realized characters. Yeah, I was gonna watch a uh, Spaceballs, but they didn't really go into depth into uh, Darth Helmet's uh, backstory and shit. Yeah, I need to know why does he like playing with dolls? All right, two Jews and a Gentile. <laughs> It says Ghostbusters star Ernie Hudson has confirmed. So this is from him, by the way. Winston Zettermore will be a more fully fleshed out character in Jason Reitman's upcoming sequel. I don't know if you just found out his last name. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know if you know this, but originally the role was written for um, Eddie Murphy. Oh, wow. That would have been a much better movie. Yeah, they wanted they wanted to have Eddie Murphy with Bill Murray uh, Murphy, and you know the other two. Um, 
I mean, no. I don't know why you wouldn't just have Eddie Murphy be the entire movie then. Yeah, well, scheduling conflicts didn't work out. Obviously, him and Dan Aykroyd had worked together before, in a, a in my opinion. And I, I like, un, unlike you, I like Ghostbusters. But in my opinion, a better movie in trading in trading places. I don't hate Ghostbusters. I just I don't see what the big deal about it is. I mean, I like the special effects. Uh, when I was younger, those dogs were like really terrifying. To me. Oh yeah, like you know the ones. But I mean, and that's also what I discovered that if you pause something for too long, it'll keep playing. Because I was like going to the store or something with my mother, maybe, and then I paused it when those dogs were starting to crack. When I came back, they were like at the restaurant. Oh wow! It's like, and I was like, oh my god, what happened? But you know, that's when I figured it out. Interesting. Maybe it was just the ghosts in the in the machine. No. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Mike doesn't believe in ghosts. I mean, I'd love to see a ghost. That'd be proof that there's something beyond life. But I mean I, I it's weird how they weren't as present as, as soon as people started getting more, you know, cell phone cameras and that kind of shit. Right. It's also weird they're just shy. It's also weird they weren't around in caveman days. They picked up. They picked up in the Edwardian and Victorian era, right around the time that authors were writing about ghosts. Yeah, you don't really see any, uh, you know, ghosts from like the twelve hundreds. No, no, no caveman ghosts out there. Um, no, but yeah, it's uh, you know, I, I agree. I like you and I pretty much. I think see eye to eye on this topic. I would love to, to see a ghost because. You know, I like I like you said, I it would be proof of an afterlife, or at least some sort of life after our some life. Some sort of Earth. tortured, tortured afterlife, at the very least. <laughs> would that be better than an eternity of nothingness? I don't know. Probably. But anyway, so, but I don't. Uh, my wife believes in ghosts. She she claims to have had some. Uh, well, I, I guess that sounds really mean to say she's claimed to have had she <laughs> she she's had some experiences that you know cause her to believe in uh, in supernatural type things, and I've ne- I've never have I've never experienced anything that I couldn't explain you know with a a, a normal terrestrial explanation. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, by the way, the Wachowskis were Larry and Andrew. So Andrew's not, the one I don't really remember you yeah. know, the name of. Not even. I, oh, and I, I was just kicked off Twitter for saying that. <laughs> I believe you, but that also just sounds made up, Andy Wachowski. Yes. Oh, man. So, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> This is a sad line, too. When Bill Murray declined to return for a third film, Sony decided to reboot the Ghost franchise with 2016's Ghostbusters Answer the Call. And then they made him be in that movie. And you could tell. You could tell he did not want to be in that film at all. Yeah. The only thing he does in that movie is, like, he enters the scene and he's like, where's a chair? Because I'm sitting down for this. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um but yeah. So that's another movie that I won't be seeing if it even comes out is that uh answer the call bullshit or not answer the uh what's it called afterlife. I have no interest in any more in any more Ghostbusters movies. There was no there's no there was no reason to make any more other than the first one. 
Make the first one. It was a hit. Yeah. Move on with your life. I mean, the second one's it, it's not great. I mean, no, the second one is is objectively worse than the first one. But I think I like it better than the first one. And I I don't know if your wife agrees with me or not. But this is this is one that we kind of grew up with, and it's like for me, it's like um, Howard the Duck. Like I can watch Howard the Duck now, and I can watch it and know that this is objectively a bad movie. But I still, but I I can't see it objectively. I still kind of like it because it's all tied up in my, you know, with my you know, childhood in my head and I can't, uh, yeah, sure. It's a nostalgia factor. Yeah. I can't, I can't see it objectively. I know it's not a good movie, but I still like it. I mean, of course it's not good. It's a George uh, Lucas movie. Exactly. Fucking God. I mean, what is, was there now, this is going to get maybe a little too geeky for you, Mike, but is there any more of an unlikely thing to happen than Howard the duck appearing in that last Avengers movie. Cause he's in the last Avengers movie. Is he like at the, at the, the after the credits thing or something or he was, he was in an after credit scene in guardians of the galaxy. Cause I guess James Gunn likes the character. Uh, but he, he was also in the, the final battle in a sea of like thousands of people. You, you'd have to, I didn't even, I didn't notice he was there. You, you'd have to like, videographers blow it up and and shit like that to point him out. But the reason I think it was such an unlikely thing is because, um, you know, he was a, uh, he didn't start out at Marvel. I don't think he started out someplace else, but then eventually, uh, Marvel acquired him and then sold his rights. And so when Disney acquired, the rest of Marvel, or no, he was with Fox. That's what it was. He fought, he was part of the 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 stuff that Fox owned in in the comic stuff. So then Disney bought Marvel, and then they bought Fox. But he still couldn't appear in a movie because his movie rights were still with Lucasfilm. Since, like you pointed out, Lucasfilm made that terrible Howard the Duck movie, and then Disney bought Lucasfilm. <laughs> So Disney had to buy three companies in order for Howard the Duck to appear in a movie for Marvel. I don't know if there's a more yeah. unlikely path for a character appearing in a movie. Ooh. Huh. So this is a, here's another uh here's another little thing that I found little headline I found. Um, this says the little things, which is an upcoming, where's a movie that came out the 29th. Carol and I, yeah, I want to watch it. I haven't seen it though. Yeah, Carol and I want to watch it too. Uh, but it says the little things is HBO Max's seven. And then it says every similarity. That's a pretty, that's bold as brass to claim that. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I'll have to, let's check it out. My wife and I were going to watch it, but we didn't. Denzel Washington's in it. I just, for the first time in my life last night, I watched Remember the Titans with the kids. And Denzel Washington's such a fucking good actor, man. Yeah, I mean, he's always playing the angry man, but he's good at that. It's like, it's a good movie, but there, there's just, so there are just a few times in that movie where he 
he just gives somebody a look like, you know, like he, he looks at somebody and conveys so much with his eyes. I mean, it's, it's amazing. But like, <laughs> like I, a couple of times I just laughed, just chuckled at, at his looks. I'm like, God damn, that's so good. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, never seen it before. Yeah. But. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's I mean, a, a lot of sports movies are just like, they just seem so dramatic and emotional just mm-hmm. watching them when it's like the same exact, I mean, it's like the program is the same movie as yep. remember the Titans as, uh, you know, uh, blue chips. I mean, the program right. is probably one of my favorite sports movies mm-hmm. just cause you know, I was like at the right age when it came out. Oh yeah. What about he got game? I haven't seen that one. It's a Spike Lee movie, I think, which yeah. is probably why I haven't seen it because I'm not a big fan of Spike Lee as a director, or at least I haven't seen any movies by him that I really like. It. I mean, I like Malcolm X, but I feel that it could have been much better. And why is he in the movie? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a very good question. Oh man, but uh, yeah, it's uh, like I like the uh, so my son started watching it in school, and they didn't end up finishing it, and he got game. No. <laughs> yeah, they got to the part with the with the twins naked in his bed. I I, I honestly haven't seen a minute of that, so I didn't. I, They've got the, like there's at one point he's going to he's visiting some uh college that they want him to go to, and I, they look like two porn stars. I I'm, I don't know who they are, but I'm sure they are, and because they've got you know big fake tits and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, can't wait for you to come to school here next year and everything. And then they end up having sex with them. And his name is, is the, his character's name, it's Ray Allen, but his character's name is Jesus Shuttleworth. So very humorously as they're having sex, they're like, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then uh, they end the scene with a big smile on Ray Allen's face. It's a really shitty shot scene, and you don't you don't even see any penetration or anything, huh? No, not at all. No offense to Spike Lee, but he's made he's had better shots. It's I don't the scene is I don't know I don't like the scene, but but anyway, so um, yeah, that's that's he. Yeah, got I game. think it actually I think it is. It's I, I just looked it up and said it's Jill Kelly. I'm not sure who, who that is. But but also Chasey Lane and I do know who that is. Yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with. She's an she's an orgasmo. Oh, uh, she's a dark haired uh, dark haired girl at the sushi bar when he's like I'm a bad Mormon. That's Chasey Lane. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I know. Um, I I've seen that movie and I know like the character you're talking about. Orgasmo is such a fucking good movie. Yeah. We should we should also, do, there, we should do that one that we should talk about that movie one day. Sure. Yeah, they also um uh there's a Bloodhound Gang song called uh Ch- Dear Chasey Lane, which is pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The Ballad of Chasey Lane. That's it that's it, yeah, the Ballad of Chasey Lane. It's their third single from their nineteen ninety nine album Hooray for Boobies. How that could ever be a single, I have no idea. <laughs> the say it's the same album that the Bad Touch comes from, which is obviously probably their most famous song, I would say. Yeah, that or um, uh, what's it called? Firewater Burn. Yeah. According to the band interview uh, to the BBC, the song was written after Jimmy Pop had seen pornographic film actress Chasey Lane in a clothing ad. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that seems like a contradiction. 
when questioned if the infatuation was real, he commented, no, no. What happened was I saw in her clothing ad, and I was like, she's really cute. So I'm not sure if we started researching Chasey Lane, but she came out and performed on our record with us, and her arms were, like, hairier than mine, and she was dumber than a table. Yeah, there's an outtake, like, at the end of that album, and and her on there, she does not seem very bright. Oh, my God. Like, you just hear her go, can I speak to my agent? My hair is lifting. (laughs) Wait a second. What? Nice. That's a single right there. Throughout the course of the video, the band is apparently becoming distracted by the naked women. And Jared Hasselhoff even walks in and yeah. falls off the stage while distracted. Is Who the fuck is Gerald Hasselhoff? That's, uh, he goes by the name Evil Jared. He's, uh, he's their guitar player. He actually lives in Germany. But he's not, he's not related to David Hasselhoff. I, I don't even think that's his real last name. Oh, you are correct. Jared Hennigan. Uh, his stage name is Evil Jared Hasselhoff, yeah. So, okay. All right. That that makes that makes more sense. As a black man from Philly, I even know about the white acts like uh, Bloodhound Gang from the area. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Mike is down with all the Philadelphia stuff. You got to be tough to live there. Um, yeah, let's, throw batteries. let's throw batteries at Santa. <laughs> He uh, Hasselhoff doesn't have any any uh, sons, right? He's just got two daughters or something. Um, I'm not really sure. What, what about Toby? Toby Hasselhoff? No, his son. I just Hobie. I, who's it's Hobie? I think who's Hobie? His son on Baywatch. Oh, I never watched Baywatch. I've never seen an episode of Baywatch. Oh, it's it's not very good. But even better is uh, they had a show called Baywatch Nights, which was uh, he was a private. He moonlights as a private detective because, you know, <laughs> being a lifeguard's not fucking uh, <laughs> enough to do. And it has like supernatural elements. Like I think he like finds like vampires. And shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to watch this show. now. Yeah, that we should dumpster dive one of those. Holy shit. <laughs> Haley Amber Hasselhoff. She's an American actress and plus-sized model. Is she plus-sized, though, really, or is she Hollywood plus-sized? She is known for her role as Amber in the ABC Family original series Huge, which, oh, fuck. (laughs) She is the daughter of David Hasselhoff and Pamela Bach. Uh, Baywatch Nights was on for, like, three years. That's good. Huge. And this is the the cover or whatever is not flattering, but I don't think that's her. <laughs> this must be a new feature on Google because I, I put in Baywatch Nights. And at the bottom it says, snap to date on results for Baywatch Nights. Create alert. I don't think that'll be very useful. <laughs> Let's create an alert for Baywatch Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well uh, create a... Uh alert on how to hire the Pony Express. Exactly. Oh my god. Huge only had one season back in 2010. Hmm. 
not uh, not very popular. Let's see. How have you ever seen Baywatch, Mark? I don't know. I just never. It's weird too because I was the right age, and I'm sure it was on something. What, what channel was it on? Um, I think it was like a syndicated show. Oh, okay, so it's or like... I, I I guess there were only two seasons of Baywatch Nights, and the second one is when they had like monsters and such. Nice. Was Pamela Anderson on Baywatch Nights? I'm not really sure. I don't know what the timing was. Cause I don't think she was on regular Baywatch for that much. I know I never really was. It was like a Pamela Anderson person. Like mm-hmm. not, you know, just in general blondes are not my thing. But yeah, I, I, I never really was into her. Oh, Angie Harmon was on Baywatch Nights. I like Angie Harmon. Huh. Oh, no. I'm reading the description of this episode of uh, Baywatch Nights. It says, a sexy vampire only has fangs for David Hasselhoff. And this- <laughs> Condensed version of the ridiculous episode Night Whispers. Not uh not whatever his character's name is, but actually David Hasloff. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. He plays a dual role as himself. His character's name is Mitch Buchanan, I think. Mitch oh, is he related to former president um uh James Buchanan? Pat Buchanan. Yeah. Almost president Pat Buchanan. Florida Pat Jews Buchanan. number one choice, Pat Buchanan. That's they fired a laser in his honor. I heard. That's right. <laughs> that's the smartest joke that's ever been told in this fucking podcast. <laughs> Everyone is Google frantically googling to try to understand that joke. <laughs> you know, it's even more messed up, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I will never not find this to be the most shocking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> What? Uh, at one point on Baywatch, there was this Australian guy, mm-hmm. and then there's this movie called uh, Nowhere. It's a really like kind of bizarre movie, but in this movie Nowhere, the Australian guy from Baywatch plays himself because the other characters say, hey, "Isn't that the guy from Baywatch?" And then he date rapes somebody. Oh shit! He, he plays himself, and as himself, he's a date raper. Oh my god! Why would you agree to do that? I don't know, but he did. Holy shit! Because like, like, you know they're acting like it's like oh it's like a famous person, then they explicitly say he was on Baywatch. Oh my god, that is hilarious! In case there was any confusion that he was playing himself as a raper, <laughs> and he hasn't gotten me tooed yet. Interesting. He hasn't been anything since, as far as I know. Nowhere is a 1997 American black comedy drama film written and directed by Greg Araki. Described right. yeah, as did, uh, Beverly Hills so 90210 on acid. Yes, that that's a pretty good description. This movie is fascinating. If you had ever watched Nowhere, watch it. It's uh, first of all, every like young like Hollywood star at the time is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the the main actors didn't really go on to have like huge careers. Like uh, James, uh, what's his name? Gandolfini. I'm not going to know that one. I don't think he's in that. He could be though. James but, um, Marsden. Like, for example, he might be in that. I don't know if he is. Um, Let's say it says yeah, Ryan, Ryan Felipe. Ryan, yeah, Mina yeah, Suvari. Yes. Who would I do like five movies with any uh, American in the title? Right. American Pie. And not even including all the iterations of American Pie. Right. American Beauty, American Pie. Um, Let's see. Who else is in that? Chris, not that he's a giant. I mean, Christopher Knight, the guy from uh, The Brady Bunch is in there. Oh, weird. Um, Denise Richards. Yeah, Denise Richards is in there. Um, it, I mean, if you look at the cast, there's quite a few like well-known people in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
James Duvall place. is the guy you're talking about, I guess. That's a Jim. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I know he's not um, Robert Duvall's son, but like just like the Hollywood name. And I think Scott Kahn might be in it, but I also might be thinking of the movie Gone in 60 Seconds where they're both in there. Well, James Duvall was, is from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah, I think I read that before. Let's yeah, the Gregor Rocky, like, he's a very interesting, like, filmmaker. Like, his movies are all, like, completely, like, off, like, you know. They're they're not, I mean, seeing it is like seeing a movie for the first time in some some cases. That's why I recognize this guy. He was in Independence Day and SLC Punk. Yeah, and he was he was also, like I said, he wasn't gone in 60 seconds as one of the, yep. the like, at the beginning. He was, like, one of the kids, uh, I think, who, like, was trying to figure out, like, how to hotwire something. But then, like, they, I don't remember the movie that well, but then they drove into a dealership or out of it or something. Yeah, I don't know. They they committed crimes with cars in that movie, right? I don't know. Yeah, that movie had like one of the worst villains of all time. Like his threat was he like he's like, oh, I make furniture and I'm gonna make you a coffin. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god, I saw Gone in sixty seconds once on DVD, and this was back when DVDs were a novelty. So I don't know how long ago that was. Yeah, I think it came out in like ninety six or something like that, ninety seven ish. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. Rachel True as Mel. Yes, yes, she's in there too. Um, yeah, it's a very, very interesting movie. Like, it's part of like I think he calls it like a trilogy. I, I think oh, she was in the craft. I know. Oh, we didn't know who that was. Yeah, I know yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Was... yeah, I know her. She's cute. Yeah, very cute. Yes. Um. Uh, I think the movie SFW was also done by George, or what's his name, Greg Araki. I could be wrong, though. Oh, okay. It, instead, it might have been like the something, the the word Doom was in it. It's like a fucking Eric Stoner, you know, classic movie or something like that. The Doom Generation? It might be that, yeah. But he did like three movies that he claimed were like a Apocalypse trilogy or something. But yeah, that's a very, very interesting movie. So here's some movies that he did. Oh, yeah, here's his Apocalypse trilogy. Totally fucked up. Uh, the June, the Doom Generation, and then nowhere. Okay, yeah, it was it was a Doom Generation. I can't. Someone else did the SFW movie, which I I saw that. And that was all right, but I don't remember who directed it. But I think it's like an early uh, Stephen Dorff movie. That's one of those ones where I don't. I know I've seen SFW, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I don't remember a lot. I know they're like at a convenience store, and like these uh these angsty teens like are robbing it, or they have like a hostage situation or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think you're. I think I mean, you're right, though. I think it is Stephen Dorff and Reese Witherspoon, then, right? Oh, is she in that too? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't remember another good movie with uh, Reese Witherspoon is uh, what's it called? Freeway, the one with yes. uh, Keeper Sutherland. Yes, that's a really good movie. Uh, you know what's fucked up is they did a sequel to it without Reese Witherspoon. Oh, and I think my wife saw it. She said it wasn't that you know interesting, but it's kind of weird. Like they did it like a, quite a bit after that was done. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. It's, I mean, I know it's, it's it, a lot of it's Red Riding Hood and shit, but like it's oh for sure. But yeah, it's, it's very good. It's good. The the way they do it's good. Oh well, that is our episode for the week. Uh, I don't know. Do do stuff. Tell tell somebody tell somebody about the show. Somebody that you think would like to listen to us talk. Tell them listen to these people talk, and then they will, and we'll be happy. I'm indifferent. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. See you next week.